Fables of Latour, The War of a Thousand Dragons, featuring Quentin Foote as the Dungeon Master, Caden Chad as Corpse Paint, Christopher Wallette as Ember Waves, Kirsten Gray as Faye Walker, Knut Ellingson as Nordum Iron Boot, and Kyle Trenholm Nevette as Valorous Rochelle. It's been so long, everybody, but welcome back to Fables of Latour, episode 11, titled, I'm pretty sure, Guilds on Guilds, part one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Guilds gone wild? Yeah, Guilds gone wild, exactly. (laughs) Um, We were going to throw our uh, recap to our resident dwarf, Nordum Ironboot. Fill us in. All right. Last time, uh, we had Valorous go on a nice little trip by himself to see an old man on an island get destroyed by lightning by him, got sulked and kind of went back to the guild. We all had a nice big family dinner where everyone kind of just got up and left after a nice little talk. Which, yeah. Uh, then Valor and Faye had a nice chat about her past. That was interesting. And Corpse went and met the Raven Master, sent out some letters, and then basically ended the episode with uh, Corpse and Valorous on the balcony having a nice little awkward chat themselves. And then we found out the Templars of Lacor. Latour are coming into Lacour. Sorry, we nailed it. Nailed it. The uh, Templars of Lacour, whatever, are coming in two days. (laughs) Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, for context, destroyed by lightning—a bit of a strong term there, bud. All right. I got thrown through a couple, a very thin wall. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, thin wall. Yeah, that that sounds like destroying destruction. Mm. So, yeah, we pick up the following morning. Um, the weather is as it has been of late snowy, cold, uh, whitish gray clouds hang above and um nordum as you walk down the stairs um mm-hmm. as you customarily pass by the uh tavern in the back of the guild hall snark is um already behind there uh whipping up some eggs and bacon and sausages and uh he brings you a plate and goes uh Morning, morning, Mr. Iron Boot. Uh, I've got some letters here for you. Ah, yes, perfect. I was uh, waiting on some 
letters. Yeah, yeah. Would uh, Would you like these in your in your smithy shop, or are you gonna eat breakfast here? Uh, I would, I'll take them in the, the smith shop. And uh, I'm going to say it's very darn early in the morning, which is Ooh. unusual for Nornum, so he can uh, get cracking and working on some knives to hand oh. out to everyone when they get up this morning. Um, much to your uh, satisfaction, um, a lot of the guild hall is uh, dark as Snark is just beginning to light the candles throughout the halls. Um, but as you walk into your smithy shop, the um, the uh, furnaces are already ablaze. And Aspen um, is really trying to earn his keep here and has got your smithy shop all uh, ready for you. And um, you have three letters. Perfect. Uh, I'll open them all up okay. in their respected order. Probably, yeah. So you have um, one, and it kind of has like the nicest um, wax seal on it. It is of um, a kite shield. You know, it's kind of felt like in the atypical like shape of a kite, um, but it's cracked down the middle, and um, not not the the, the like, not the the seal itself, but like on the kite shield is cracked, and um, so you pop open the seal, and um, it reads. Um, uh, it is signed by um, Guildmaster Alas Fireheart of the um, Ruptured Shields, and he is acknowledging that you are taking over the Willow Guild. He explains a little bit about um, the Ruptured Shields. They are a guild hall just south of the Ruptured Range um, in Rogar, um, northwest of Argon. Um, he offers any assistance, any questions you might have, um, any kind of information he can help with. And he, uh, believe it or not, does have information on two things. Uh, this keist that you have um, requested information about, Dalton Greenleaf, mm -hmm. has been spotted heading into Argon. Uh, about... He says uh, a day before writing the letter, kind of thing. So you've been spotted going into where? Argon, the mining city. Oh. Okay. Which uh, Ember told you was supposed to be this Dalton's uh, destination in Rogar. Yeah. And on top of that, a guild known as the Adaji Guild went through his guild hall, the ruptured uh, shields. And he tells you that their guild leader is known as the Scaleless Dragon. And he is giving you firm warning that they are kind of known as, well, throughout Rogar, as kind of a rough and rumble kind of guild. They're more really like specialized mercenaries. Okay. And that they're heading straight for Red Willow because they have some interrogating to do. And they are escorting someone of significant importance. And you can expect them any day. Uh, does it say, like, 
who this person of significance is? It does not. Okay. Oh. Lovely. You can give me like an insight check if you want. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, 19 plus oh, nice. my insight is plus 4, so that's a 23. You think that maybe Alaz is kind of trying to do you a solid, like a favor here, giving you a heads up? Yeah. And maybe he doesn't want to put his neck out farther than he already has to divulge that information of who is, you know, being escorted to your guild. Okay. And right off the bat, I'll say you 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 spot it as a uh, a dragon word, so mm-hmm. the language of the dragons. Um, you'd have to do a little bit of, I don't know, investigating to figure out what the translation would be. But yeah, all right. Uh, that was a spicy letter. All right, uh, let's go on to letter number two. I guess that's it for that one, right? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the next uh, letter you open. Its wax seal is of um, uh, a book with a uh, pickaxe on top of it. And um, you open it and um, it's just like a friendly, uh, like my condolences to hear about the fate of the previous Willow Guild. Um, Congratulations on, you know, keeping it alive and, uh, present on the west coast um it ex- they explain that they're a little bit of like an archaeologist guild and then the next one um its wax seal is a simple loot and they are a bardic guild um and they uh exist on the crossroads of uh the great road where it meets the southern great road south which you guys mm-hmm. have been on specifically and actually, coincidentally, from the same town that um, the temp- Templars of Locor are from, where a Corpse Paint has specifically reached out to anyways. And um, same thing, condolences, let us know if you need anything kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Two sending regards, one with a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Nordum's going to just... Put that in the back of his uh, mind for a minute and get to working on those knives. Uh, he might maybe ask Aspen like some just like an almost small talk. He's not trying to like bring it up too directly about uh, what he was like, what they were doing in Stormhold. Yeah. Kind of he's more just looking for like, was there any like, did he know of any dragon blood supposed to be coming there or is it just... Were they there just to kind of trap the guild hall kind of thing? So, you'll say, um, yeah, well, I don't know if you remember, but like the dwarves of Silver Rock, like we're, we're known for leasing land around the West Coast, right? So we can continue our mining. Um, and a lot of times it, it helps people that we lease the land from. will almost like consulting in a sense. We'll start up a mine for them and help them get going and uh, blah, blah, blah. And we'd been leasing a pretty big stretch of land from Rogarians in the Rupture Range. <clears throat> and you might have known or heard tale of when you were a commander that there was a specific mine in 
the ruptured range that the Dwarves of Silver Rock had been working on that struck Iridinium, which obviously is the most valuable uh, metal on Latour. Um, and when word got out to the Rogarians that that had been found on their land, things got a little bit tense. And so uh, Aspen says that, you know, we sent word to the Rogarian royals that we wanted a messenger sent here for our next payment, essentially, of leasing the land. And when that, when he arrived, uh, Crooked Horn might have worked some magic on him and sent that letter with the messenger that you guys found on the road. He doesn't say that you guys found it on the road, but you know that you found it on the road on a yeah. on a royal messenger, right? Mm-hmm. Which we still have that letter, I think, somewhere. Barak had it, so I imagine it's still in his office. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, he's not there. <laughs> that over in the war room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically he's saying that Barak almost, or say not Barak, uh, Cricket Horn worked some magic on a Regarian messenger to send the letter to Barak, but but was tricking him into thinking he was sending it to the Royal Guard or the Rogarian Royals, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Cool. Well, that answers a big old question there. Oh, uh, yeah, Norman will just continue working away. Okay. Until everyone gets up and ready for breakfast, basically. Cool. I leave the floor to you for do as you wish. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to go. Faye um, will wake up again her usual time, but doesn't leave her room quite yet. Um, Being in this new room, she hasn't had a chance to really um, look around and figure things out of the just anything in this room. She would like to take a look at the crystal orb that's in the corner of her room as well as try to get a a better understanding of what or who this cat is as well right okay uh so you go up to the crystal orb Mm -hmm. and you kind of you're looking inside um if it weren't for like the reflection of your candles bouncing off the glass it would almost be as if this like there was just a base here with nothing on top of it. This crystal orb doesn't have a fleck of dust on it, a hairline scratch anywhere. It's just immaculate. Um, tell me what's going through your mind as you're looking at this thing. Um, well, Faye doesn't know the, um, the timeline that the Templars of Lokor have given corpse paint, so she's not too... Like, she's stressed about the arrival, but she's not um, facing her impending doom kind of thing. Um, So I think she feels just a a bit of early morning peace. She would have had her her read through her poetry book um, before getting up and then moving towards the the orb. So apprehension, but mostly peaceful. Okay. Um, 
so the thoughts of, you know, the Templars of Locor arriving on your doorstep any day is kind of weighing on your mind, even though in your current mood you are feeling calm and peaceful after a rather uh, turbulent night and day. And you see three people in this orb come to life and they're walking through uh, the great road that is just covered in snow and immediately their masks uh, strike a sense of resemblance to uh, corpse paint and you see behind them is a fourth person and he is bedecked in ornate armor. It looks almost more like decorative armor than actual functional uh, battle armor. Um, however, you instantly recognize him as uh, Captain Lucian, a uh, starkly white-skinned uh, snow elf with piercing icy gray eyes. Okay. <laughs> Immediately, Faye takes... Um a couple of steps back from the orb uh, when she recognizes the fourth individual and and almost instinctually um, reaches for her um, her longsword but she doesn't have it on her hip yet looks to the cat does this just reflect what I am imagining or is this something that is happening kind of sitting off of your desk. Uh, it lifts its head from its uh, paws, uh, looks at you, listens to your words, uh, flicks one of its spectral ears, and then just puts its head back down on its paws. Cool, good talk. Need to get, like, tuna for you or something. Um, it, it, fuck. <laughs> Give me yeah. just, like, a brief history check, because it, it's going to be a really difficult DC, but you might History. I get it. That's a that's a three. Oh my god. Nope. <laughs> nope. No three plus anything, just a, just oh, it's a three. A four minus one, so three. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh, right. Int. Great. I don't know shit, no, man. Yeah. No, you don't. Okay. Um Faye goes and knocks on Valorous's room. Like almost right away, and 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 oh no, Valorous is over. Ah. Far end of that hall. Over there. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Valorous, you hear distinct knocking. Uh, Valorous will he he'll be he's been up for a little bit, but more so his focus is now that he's been introduced to uh, what was it called Atu. The, the way yeah. of Atu. And it's it's not consuming him, but it's the forefront of his mind of it's something new, and it's the first time in a long time from the aspect of bending, he's having difficulty. So he's just going through practicing that defensive kind of that's going nice. to be his morning routine for a little bit. And upon hearing that knock, uh, let Faye in. Now, is, is there any sort of, like, panic? Is there concern in her face? Or is it just like, hey, top of the morning? Uh, you can tell that she... Uh, her, 
is a little paler than normal. Like she kind of saw a ghost and a little abnormal because obviously she, you know, that she sees these things all the time. <laughs> um, it's a day ending in Y. It's oh, face on another ghost. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but she does look a bit panicked and is not doing very uh, a good job to mask it. Hi, good morning. Um, am I am I am I am I interrupting anything? Hi. Nope. Just uh, finishing up my new uh, morning routine. New. We're going for breakfast. What's going on? Uh, um, I th- the the orb in my room. I, I haven't really had a chance to like mess around with it. I went to do that this morning and um, now, again, I haven't had a chance to mess around with it or really understand it, so it could really just be m- playing with my stress. Um, I saw three Templars of Locor and a fourth individual who um, was there the night that I ran my 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 mothers and I were attacked. So I don't know if that's just me stressing out and being paranoid or or um So two things. Yeah. One if it's projecting some sort of future or just letting you scry, that's great. There's only three Templars. I like those numbers. Second, why don't we just go talk to Kranz? Or not Kranz, uh Snark. I'm sure they have some understanding of the trinkets in these rooms that we've inherited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. See, this is why you're the smart one. You're the planner. Sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. And she, like, relaxes quite a bit with the notion of, oh, yeah, let's go talk to Snark. Um, with, do you need any help with your new morning routine do you need to like um if you could shoot lightning at me that would be helpful ah um so i could practice <laughs> uh, i don't think i can Travis do that. thinks he has the, the 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 motions down but unless he has a bolt of lightning fired out he won't really know mm-hmm. i can try to make my 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 little fairy lights look like lightning and it, it it needs to have some malicious intent behind it. Okay. I can't help you with that then. Let's get some coffee. Let's yes. Yeah, right. Let's get some coffee. <laughs> so you guys uh waddle downstairs. Uh Snark greets you, puts uh, a couple plates of uh breakfast and coffee down on the uh tavern bar for you guys. And he goes, uh, uh, how are you guys settling into your new rooms? Everything good? Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Valorous. You go ahead. Uh, no world complaints. Bit of a draft coming from a, the ceiling addict situation there. Is there any way we could get better sealed? Is there any reason? Uh, I could uh, I could talk to Mr. Ironboot about that, but uh, I'm not too sure. Other than that, comfy cozy. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, the the room that I'm in, that's that was Bella's old room, right? Sorry, Scar. No, it was Bella. 
Scarlet's yeah, older. Yeah, Bella's older. I'm correct. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with the cat? Do you know? Does it have a name? No, I, I, I was, I did not go into people's rooms. Okay, so you wouldn't know what the the orb in the room would do either. Bella did tell me specifically not to go in her room. I wasn't sure if it was because of the orb or the the cat or what. But uh, yeah, no, I did no. It is rude to barge into a lady's room anyways, but yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, in goblin society, not so much, but I'm trying to get a hang of this whole thing. So I was told not to go in and I don't go in. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, Scarlet, who, you know, she I think she's still I, at the Church of Pyralia. You can go yeah. talk to her. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I might go... Like go do that. Hey, you know what? As I went to bed, I know this is completely off topic. You and Kranz are twins, right? You're twin twin goblins? Twin siblings? Or Yeah, we've been we've been attached at the hip since birth, that's true. He's my <laughs> annoying little brother. I am the older one, I will say. Okay. But yes, we are twins. Um I don't know how like this works in goblin society do you guys choose your names or are you like given names at birth or do you come into your names generally if the parents care about their offspring enough they'll name us yeah okay so your parents reversed your names then hey your snarky he's crans is just backward backward spelling he like cocks his head right and she about it like takes out a piece of paper and writes snark and then writes crayons and they're um it snark is s-n-a-r-k crayons is k-r-a-n-s he just like punches the tavern tabletop he's like god damn it ma that's not funny and he storms off and he goes into the barn to go talk to crayons oh shit i thought it, oh valorous did i i i thought that was cute is that is that not a cute thing couldn't you have waited till after breakfast? I, oh, I thought it would be. I thought it was okay. <laughs> She's like, sits in her coffee. He's like, I thought it was pretty clever. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> how how are uh, Mr. Paint and Ember Waves doing this morning? Uh, well, yeah, uh, Ember is. I mean, he was out all night, so he's in his office. He's hearing people sort of come to and fro from the area, um, but he's currently just trying to remember, again, what he saw and sketch it out as best as possible. He's been doing that over, like, hot food and hot drink because that field was freaking cold. Um, but no, that's, that's all he's really doing. And he's trying to keep... Um, if people were, were discussing anything in, in, in out loud when they're coming to the bar, he's trying to keep an ear open as much as possible. So nice. Uh, course paint. Uh, so upon waking up, just gonna do everything I can to prepare for the arrival of my associates. So I think after waking up, doing routines, and getting dressed, I will go downstairs with the intention of finding uh, Master Iron Boot 
Yeah, uh, you walk down the stairs. Uh, Faye and Valorous are at the the bar, uh, one of the tables. Surprisingly, no snark, um, <laughs> which is usually his customary spot in the morning. Um, but you do hear the uh, oh so familiar sound of uh, a hammer beating metal from uh, Nordum's smithy shop. Well, I shall walk past Faye and Valorous. To the smithy shop upon which Nordum is presently banging. All right. So shoot a side glance at Quartz Paint as it goes by. Watching you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by all means. Oh, uh, hi there, uh, Corpse. Uh, you can't you can't be coming in too far. You can't see what I'm doing right now. Uh, all right. Surprise. I will not look. Uh, forgive me for interrupting. Uh, the I've I have been informed that the Templars will be here tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow you see. Yes. Oh, right. Uh, perfect. Um. All right. Uh, pretty much everything's already ready anyway, so I'm not too worried about that. Uh, will they need somewhere to stay? Are they planning to stay in the guild hall, or are they? planning to stay at their own accord like do they bring tent setups and all that kind of stuff or it warms my heart how accommodating you all know them but i don't think they will be staying okay i mean Uh, they're just going to come all the way for like a couple hours and then go off again well once the business is taken care of there all right that's easy then I just wanted to inform you. Perfect. And I think this would be a good time as ever. Once everything is taken care of here and settled with Faye and the Templars, I do intend to go back with them. Oh. Sure you don't want to stick around for maybe a little bit longer? Just a bit, a little bit. I'm sorry, Nordum. I'll see you around. And I uh, oh, yeah. exit. Some some stark news for Mr. Iron Boot. <laughs> Norm will look at the knife that he's making and feel a little bit sad. Aww. Single tear. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, I know that there is some shopping to be done. However, for sake of brevity, currently. You guys can send me your lists, and I'll just send you a cost for those things. If there's anything a little more pertinent to be done this afternoon slash early evening, let me know. Uh, I think Norm will uh, probably when everyone's still having breakfast, mm-hmm. come over with the goodies that he was working on all since the early morning, and kind of like have them in as like a. Like you'd have a apron kind of smithing apron on and like carrying them like in a basket and then kind of like dump it on the table and everyone can see that they're all nice little daggers kind of like your typical dagger and they all have your own name stepped into them oh and so he will hand them out to everyone i thought uh since you all been helping me out really a lot here lately and uh that you're hopefully going to stay and help a little bit longer he looks like corpse paint i thought i would uh make uh 
your little token to show my appreciation. And I'll hand you a dagger with your own name on it. Aw, Nordum. This is beautiful. Oh, I thank you. You guys can all add plus one daggers to your inventory. I will also say Aspen would have spent the last few days making uh, a stamp of your guys' willow uh, insignia. Mm-hmm. And he probably would have stamped like the very top of the pommel. So is this official then? That we're part of the guild? What do you mean? I would say that you're probably the most official people are part of the guild right now. I'm not sure if there's any other people that I will be getting in the meantime. So then are we we're able to um, voice suggestions and opinions to you? Yes, of course. That's what I'm here for. Um, we have not met the mayor yet. Oh, yeah, I haven't really talked to him much either. Yeah, especially since um, since we've now um, become the new guild, I, th- I think it would be a good idea to talk to him. Oh, I, I, I do agree with that. Um, and well, then, he might also have uh, some information on what we're supposed to be doing next, which is uh, go find food. Mm-hmm. So he might have the funds for that. So we'll have to talk to him about that anyway. So that will be a good introduction, I yeah. think. And, and should we tell him that there are more Templars of Locor coming around for... Um, I mean, we don't need to go into details with him, but like for a visit, <laughs> for a catch up, I guess, with um, Corpse Paint. Well, I mean, we could always just play that off as uh, guilds coming to check out the new guild master. We don't have to really say why they're coming here officially. But also uh, on that note, I did get some letters back from other guilds because I kind of sent out a letter to everyone. Um, Two of them were just like sending their regards and all that kind of stuff. Uh, One had actually quite a lot of information. uh, And he's uh, got some information for you, Ember Waves. Ember is like he's been thousand yards stared. He's he's like going through the motions of sipping coffee and stuff, but he's like, so he, uh, uh, yes, um, that, uh, right from what we talked about, maybe, yes, yes, uh, Dalton Greenleaf, um. Uh, and he was seen going into Argon. Was it Argon? Yeah. Yes, that will. That is well. He. Um, that's what he said. He was okay. And that was uh, reported about two days ago. That was uh, actually very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the blade as well. I'm sorry I didn't. Uh, Anything. Oh, 
So good. And uh, another thing he mentioned is that there's a uh, uh, and the Adagi Guild, uh, which apparently they're kind of a people you don't want to mess with, but also apparently they are heading this way with a high value target, which he did not specify who this high value target is. Uh, does it does any or not necessarily target high value person, I guess. Oh. Um but does anybody has anybody heard of this guild before or has dealt with them by chance? I would say probably not because none of you have really spent time in Rogar. Are you Nordum when you're mentioning all this, do you, are you pulling out the letters or did you leave them back in your office? Um I'd say he probably still has them in their his back pocket. He hasn't really like pulled them out, but like he can. Uh, if anyone would like to see them, he could pull them out. Um, Ember will, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to take a look. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he'll hand you the the one with the kite shield on it, because um, the other ones are. Obviously, not much information on there. No, yeah, fair enough. Do, um, where they're like sealed and stuff like that, does, is it just, hey, I'm so and so from the Adaji Guild? Oh my god, that's a, that's fun to try and say when you're reading it. Uh, <laughs> uh, does it, does it have like, is it just their seal on the inside or did they put like the seal on like from so and so? Or is that just self contained? Yeah. So, um, the letter from the ruptured shields, uh, they mentioned the Adagi guild that they had been visiting, but you didn't actually receive a letter from the Adagi guild. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's the ruptured, yeah, ruptured shield. That the ruptured shields about the Adagi guild, gotcha. And yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I was just, I was wondering if, if, and like, if Nordum would pull all of them out kind of thing, because, I mean, mm-hmm. technically I have my monocle on, so. Yeah, and you can read it. Um, and the Adagi Guild, um, you understand, it just means um, adepts in oh. um, common, in, essentially. Yeah. Which just, uh, you know, reinforces the idea that they're all like specialists in some way or another. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Um, after holding on to the one um, about Dalton uh, for probably a little too long you would um, thank you very much um, well if we are going to see a, a mayor which so rude Nordum uh, you know the mayor you're the guild leader of, of this the Willow Guild and you haven't introduced us we've been here for a day well I mean I, I've seen him I haven't really personally talked to him myself because as you all know I wasn't really much into the guild before being thrown into the head of it. I was just kind of working in the blacksmith shop for the meantime. Uh, so I, I've seen him like maybe come in here once or twice, but I haven't really. My sisters, no, I'm not to take a joke. We are with you. We understand. It is what it is. Uh, no, what I was going to say is if we are all making a proper introduction, you as uh, the leader of this Willow Guild, uh, could inform the mayor that I have crisply made sure that they will endure a very bountiful harvest. So 
Well, we will get food upcoming to maybe assist with the bullshit of the, the fires of hell. Um, they should expect their stores to be filled plentiful next year. Perfect. I think he would be uh, very happy about that. I think he's great. You you lead in with that. We now we have an in with the mail. Now more information. Then we take over the next time. Not sorry, not take over. We uh, what do we say? Uh, assist, of course. It's definitely assist. Leave all the political stuff to him because mm. it's not something I would like to get into. No. We'll see, mon ami. Mm. Oh god, this coffee is beautiful. Yeah, is there a bag of the beans just available to buy? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we could find some beans just to. <laughs> Maybe you take a little uh, cacao, a little brown sugar. You do a little coating. Take like a, a road snack, you know. That's <laughs> all right. Well. um... Do we need to wash up before we see the mayor? Is that a thing that needs to happen? I mean, he's fine. I mean, he is kind of the mayor. I would, I would at least make yourself look presentable. Okay. Well, I haven't patched anyone up recently, so I'm not double deep in blood today. Mm. That's a plus. Stockley is a bell. See, we are having laughs. It is perfect. Bel, bel breakfast. Bel petit déjeuner. Maybe while everyone's getting cleaned up, uh, Valerius, if I could uh, maybe have a word with you after. Um, nothing bad. <laughs> uh, you are in trouble. Uh, I liked it better when you were sleep deprived, Ember. Mm. <laughs> I, I yeah. still am. He's still like full fucking bags. <laughs> Just some maybe questions about an individual that you might know. Hmm. Just a couple questions. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I will go splash some water or whatever the fuck this is, and I'll see you all downstairs in twenty minutes. Is that enough time for everyone? It's good to me. All right. Um. This is delightful. <laughs> we should do this more often. I, I will say, Valorous, the only office left. Uh, it was barracks. So in theory, that would be yours. <sighs> I don't think Valorous has a problem with that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. No, now the concern is like, oh, now Valorous has the big wig desk. Hmm. <laughs> but he doesn't want he doesn't want to run the guild. Man, he's got people for that. I think that's a concern <laughs> for everyone else as well. <laughs> the guilt would be very profitable. We might we might uh, lose some reputation, however. <laughs> Technically, we could still just run the guild out of the war room. So that could be our office. That could be the operations mm-hmm. of the guild. Yeah, and yeah, you do know that that was kind of the deal. But yeah, the two of you. Uh, walk into Barrack's office or previous office of Barrack. Um, Valorous, you make yourself comfortable in the uh, large um, high-backed armchair. 
and feel free to have your conversation. The floor is yours, Mr. Iron Boot. Yeah, I just... Um, there's a, been a person that's been coming back to my mind quite a lot of lately, and it might help uh, with a lot of information that's missing in our whole situation here. And uh, when we were in the Death Cultist temple there, uh, we met a man called Eolendir, and he knew you by name. And I was just wondering, he seemed to have a lot of information about things that he shouldn't have had a lot of information about. We've been over this. He's a business associate, and having information is how you make money. Yes, but how would he have the information? I don't know. Knowing where the monocle came from and the letter that Faye never took out of her pocket that he spotted right away. There was also the lightning that just got absorbed into his amulet. He is decked out in all sorts of trinkets. I'm just thinking we should maybe, because he gave you a stone that could summon him. I think we should summon him. I'll take it under consideration. Because he also might help us with this guild that is coming here. From what they saw in her little crystal orby thingy in the room, there's only three Templars. No, I'm talking about the the other one, the mercenary one. Eh. The scaleless dragons one. They kind of got a reputation of getting things done when things need to be done. So we just need to compete for reputation's sake. They come in to get things done, but they don't want to mess with Red Willow, because Red Willow also gets it done. Have faith in your brand, Nordum. Gotta sell it to the mayor soon. The town that gets it done. The gown and guild that gets things done. Gotta own that brand. Uh, I will say, Valorous, uh, Eolendir gave you that stone under the pretense that um, he would call you if he had work for you, and you could call him if you were in trouble. Okay. Particularly feel like he's in trouble yet. Yet. <laughs> I'm just thinking he might be able to fill in a lot of gaps that we need filling. So, so okay, Here, here's the deal then. If I were to hypothetically mm-hmm. give him a ring and there's not a pressing need for him to be here, you're fronting the commission bill. That's not on me. I'm, I'm sure that that won't be too bad of a hit. <laughs> it's going to be expensive. Yes, um, that uh, that is fair, but I mean we have we have funds right now, so I'm not too too worried. Got funds to run the guild, not fuel your personal need for something. Well, I mean it's not necessary. You have a livelihood to take reason. care of now. 
Just, just consider it. That's all I'm asking. I will consider it. Sips his coffee. <laughs> God, I love you guys. <laughs> Lauren will go get freshened up as well. A tiny all right. bit. Best so of the dwarf good. Yeah. Which is pretty much maybe considering running a comb through his beard. Maybe. <laughs> Getting a wet nap. Um, <laughs> who, who is planning on going to see Mayor Rendar Thelonious III? Oh, woof. I forgot about that name. <laughs> I would all of us. Um, yeah, okay. I will, I'll definitely be going. If uh, if we're going to talk to him specifically about the Templars coming, I think it would just be, you know, fair that I'm there to answer any questions or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ordem would definitely strongly suggest everyone. I represent the whole guild there. Sounds good. Um, so you guys uh, put on your uh, winter cloaks and um, <clears throat> you head uh, north up the road um, in front of uh, the entrance to the Willow Guild. Um, it takes you past the Church of Pirelia. Um, you all kind of notice that there is like a hot uh, red hue coming against most of the the stained glass windows in the church. Um, Past that, you walk past um, a few of of the homesteads, and then you see uh, the large uh, mansion um, of Mayor Rendar, and it, like, it feels completely out of place for the town of Red Willow, a town of, you know, 500-ish people kind of thing. Um... It's massive. It's got three huge wings, a great grand entrance. Um, you kind of have to walk around the building towards the creek that um, feeds into um, River Routh. Um, great red, again, weeping willow trees um, hugging each other, and they've carved out a little bit of a tunnel to walk through them. And um, you walk into uh, what essentially is a huge like roundabout courtyard. There's a fountain uh, in the middle, um, this speaks a lot to, uh, Mayor Rendar's, uh, nature. It is a fountain of himself, uh, looking upwards and holding one hand out. Um, no water pours forthwith as, uh, it is mostly covered in snow and frozen at the time. Um, you walk up to two huge, um, double wide, uh, stone doors on this uh, pretty much white quartz building. Uh, Nordum, you probably give two big raps of the door. Um, Nothing really happens for a couple minutes. And then um, one of the doors uh, squeaks open just a few inches. And um, you instantly recognize the girl um, who was standing next to uh, Mayor Rendar when you guys re-entered Red Willow. Uh, she is a smaller-ish human, uh, fiery red hair, uh, big cinnamon brown eyes. And she kind of peeks one eye through the door crack. She goes, yes? How may I help? Uh, yes, um, I am uh, Norda Mayernboot, uh, and I am the new Yildhal master. Uh, and we are just here to come 
and introduce ourselves to Mr. Mayor Rindar. Oh, so you don't have an appointment? No. I wouldn't say we do. Right. Okay, just wait here a few moments. And she just, like, does not wait for a response, closes the door. You guys kind of look at each other for a few minutes and be like, what kind of treatment is this? Were we supposed to have made an appointment? Are we supposed to pay tribute to the statue of him? Like, oh. Well, I mean, given that all these things that has happened in the past few weeks to this town, he's probably a little bit more busy. Look at the grandeur of this place. Like, where do you think some of this money could go? Well, to, I don't know. The the, the whole city? Quentin's face. <laughs> so true. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, Valorous is visibly so that, disgusted. I mean, that, would be, <laughs> that, that, that would be part of it. I mean, if he is, if we are all sent to go get food and, and pay... For this and clearly the mayor who's in charge of the you know the taxes and you know, that funds and he will be more than willing to provide for his I wonder if he would oppose me to look his at his ledgers. Hmm. Corpses as, as your companions are having this conversation, you're kind of not taking part and you're kind of inspecting as you normally do your surroundings. And you see above you, above the door, uh, on the second floor out of three floors. Um, is a great grand um, window with uh, a veranda, so like a smaller deck. <laughs> and um, you you see Mayor Rendar looking down upon you guys. And he kind of fades into the lingering uh, darkness of the room. And just a moment later, uh, the door opens once more. And um, the the woman, the human woman, um, opens the door uh, large, or, uh, fully now and uh, invites you guys inside. Do do I know her name by chance? No, you do not. Uh, well, Norm will just say uh, thank you, madam, and uh, enter the house. Um, does it look like he? This is like the type of residence that we need to take off our shoes <laughs> while we enter. So funny. Uh, there, there is a great um, rug that um, covers uh, the floor as you as you enter in. Um, you noticed uh, great uh, marbled floors with streaks of black uh, throughout. Um, a great uh, staircase that splits off in either direction in front of you. <clears throat> um, and then two burning hearths on either side of the wall on the first floor. You see Mayor Rendar is uh, walking down the left staircase uh, to meet you guys. And... Um, Though the woman, she uh, whispers in your ear, Nordum. She goes, "Did you bring a gift?" Uh, <laughs> um, if I'm if I'm near Nordum as this is happening, uh, Nordum, you'll just uh, feel like a small pat on your back, and uh, Ember's eyes will flash for a second. I'm gonna uh, enhance your ability, so you. Um, Eagle Splendor, so your your beard straightens out ever so slightly, and your your appearance like sparkles a little bit more. Uh, so you advantage on uh, charisma checks for the next hour. Yeah, ten minutes. Say, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Our gift. 
Um, <laughs> Do it, craft. Ah! No, but hopefully you can you can talk. Uh, Nordum will uh, very similar to the daggers they gave the other crew. Maybe not quite as nice. Uh, pull that out and kind of like offer that as a gift. Yeah, nice. You see Aspen kind of made his own dagger with just, as opposed to someone's name being carved in along the blade face, uh, he just used the stamp he created as something to like kind of show you. Um, so you pull that out and you offer that to her and um, she takes it most graciously with a bow and she walks up to Mayor Rendar and um, says, uh, this is the new Willow Guild. They have come to make your acquaintance. And so you see, uh, he is a tall human, uh, well-kept hair, um, long flowing robes, um, a uh, like a pendant on like his right breast, like a uh, lapel of a, a red willow tree. And uh, he kind of just looks at you guys expectantly and he doesn't say anything. Uh, Nordum will very awkwardly like maybe do a little bow. Not sure if that's what you're supposed to do, but he just kind of looks it, you up maybe. and down as you do it. Oh, you know what? Faye doesn't like this guy. This <laughs> she's gonna follow suit in like a curtsy no. and, but is gonna. I wouldn't say like lock eyes with this guy, but is keeping a a steady gaze towards at least like his chest center center mass kind of thing. Not. Like, we're being polite here. You can calm the fuck down. Nice. He goes, well, it's nice to make your acquaintance, I suppose. I'm Mayor Rendar Thelonius III. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I'm uh, Nordemeyer Boot. I'm uh, Beric in his uh, moments before passing put me in charge of the Willow Guild. Uh, we're here to make your acquaintance and uh, maybe discuss a few, some business a little bit. Do your acquaintances have names or are they more just like your entourage? Uh, yes. Uh, and he will point first to Faye. I am Faye Walker. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, he looks you up and down, and he kind of does it with a little bit more lust than you would have appreciated. <laughs> uh, she holds, yeah, she holds back a. <laughs> um, it is a, a lovely homestead you have here. Yes, it is. And the tall one with the mask. Corpse paint. Impressive. The little one? And he looks to you, Amber. Amber waves. Master of investigation. Might have use for someone like you. Hmm. I'm very good at always getting to the truth. And then he, he looks at you, Valorous. First point of order. It's not what you can do for us. I suspect very little. It's what we can do for you. Second, Fowler's Rochelle. 
Norm just kind of puts his hand on his face. <laughs> okay. He looks to you, Nordum, and he goes, Are you sure he shouldn't be leading the guild? Mm. <laughs> Possibly. Um, wasn't my choice, but... <laughs> regardless, uh, some business that we might need to discuss is... Um, we know that the food wait, wait, supply. Wait, we're not animals. We will not discuss business in my foyer. And then he okay. leads you to a room <laughs> to the right, and it is a small study, uh, a warm hearth, uh, two walls of just books. Like, more books than you know this guy has never even probably ever touched this bookshelf in his <clears throat> life. He has no and- business having probably most of them. Correct. And um, he sits down on the couch and kind of waves for you guys to do so as well. Now, we're in a comfortable position. What would you like to discuss, Nordum? Uh, yes, uh, the town's food supply, which is um, that was destroyed in the raid. That was is that about a cycle ago now, probably a little over. Probably closer to like two cycles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that happened two cycles ago. Um, as we all know, the two town lost a lot of its food in that raid. Um, so we are kind of looking to replace it. Uh, our lovely Ember Waves uh, went out the other night and actually blessed the field. So next year we will have a bountiful harvest, uh, better than what we have ever received before apparently hmm. but uh that still doesn't help us with this winter till the harvest scene of the crops so we are looking to go elsewhere to get some food yeah i don't i don't really see a problem so people might have to ration a little bit more than usual but what would you like me to do about it? And you see, he's just kind of like picking some gunk from his fingernails, hardly giving you the attention you deserve. Already my favorite NPC, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, the blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a little bit more than just rationing a little bit. I think it's more like masturbation for quite a few cycles. And we are looking for the town's funds to go purchase the food for the town. In other words, you have less subjects, you have less tax. Less tax, less this. And possibly revolt. Oh, 100%. I want to give me a a general persuasion check there, Nordum. Oh, yeah. Come on! Advantage, yeah. Go and take the advantage. Uh, First one was a five. Second one is a sixteen. So, uh, persuasion, you said? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, That's a plus four, so a dirty twenty. Oh wow! Well done. Maybe you were the right choice to be the guild master. Apparently. Um, That's charisma uh, beats mine. He uh, he looks to um, the woman. And she kind of uh, flips open a leather-bound journal in her arms. Um, 
she closes it, uh, walks over to him, kind of uh, bends over slightly um, and whispers something into his ear and then stands up straight again, uh, just right behind like his left shoulder. All right, would a uh, hundred gold pieces suffice? And right off the bat, Nordum, you guys have done like some, you know, some simple cost analysis, especially with Valorous. You kind of know the the current prices of things and such. And you're looking probably more for like 500 gold pieces. Oh, only 500? Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like 5,000. <laughs> okay, that's... Like a, a person a day can usually like suffice <laughs> off like two or three copper pieces sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping to like get some help maybe from some fellow guilds or such things. So you think you could, you know... You could skim it for 500, probably. Okay. Uh, knowing this, Nordum's going to probably go for broke. Uh, we were more looking for closer to the the nine to 800. Uh, he kind of looks back to um, who he uh, refers to as Renya. Can I be slightly annoying in this interaction? (laughs) Just slightly annoying? Like the Casa detect thoughts on Renya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please do. You set up a bitch. (laughs) Again, just surface level thoughts. I just want to see what's there before deciding if we're deep diving. He goes, oh, dad, why are you so cheap all the time? Dad? Okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Unexpected. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Norton will be kind of like, uh, we have done our own cost evaluation. Our uh, wondrous Valorous here is kind of a expert in import and exports of goods. So uh, he knows pretty much the current value of where the food mark is and where we'll be going to get the food. You want to give me another persuasion check? Oh, sure. And advantage. Can I, um, I'll just say this. My passive perception is 16. So I am going, if I can, um, when uh, Renya has bent over and opened the book, I'm going to see if I can perceive anything off of the book or if there's any other noteworthy things in this little study. So, I can actually make a perception check if I need to, but my passive is 16. Yeah. The way the room is set up, they're purposefully, you know, sitting with like their back to the wall. And Mm -hmm. Renya is standing behind him. So, there is no real way to perceive what is written on the book. And even if you could, you would expect it just to be, you know, like Valor said, a ledger of just row upon row of numbers sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Numbers and, uh, tracking um, that. So it's Valorous. <laughs> it's like, oh. You see that there is a small uh, coffer uh, on a desk, uh, like a dark oaken desk. And, you know, a coffer is just a small chest that holds, uh, you know, maybe up to a thousand pieces of, of something. Um, mm-hmm. um, that is the only, like, noteworthy thing in this room. Um, Ember, with your... Um, monocle you do see several of the books on the bookshelves maybe like one every like 50 glows 
So you expect them to be of some sort of magical value? Yeah, exactly. Um, whether even Mayor Render knows that or not, you actually, you would be surprised if he didn't, but perhaps he does. Um, so sorry, Norm, what was your role? Uh, Norm got a four and a ten, so 14 total. Not that great, but... Um, I think right now, I have already put out a significant amount of coin to rebuild the barns and the grain stores. I think the best I could offer you is 500 gold pieces. And, because I'm feeling generous today, several of my own carts to ferry the goods. Well, I think that will uh, help with uh, the total cost with the carts, and I think we will accept the 500 in the carts. And... Excellent. And he kind of nods to Renya, and she goes over to his desk, flips open that um, coffer chest, um, opens one of the drawers and pulls out a leather sack, and um, just kind of begins... Uh, diligently um, weighing it on a scale uh, similar to the one that Valorous has on his desk. And um, a couple minutes later, she uh, hands you Nordum uh, a sack of um, exactly 500 gold pieces, not an ounce more or less. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, We only have uh, one other side of business on our side, and that is uh, just giving you a, bit of the information that there will be maybe a couple uh, guild halls just passing through, uh, mainly just to uh, send their regards um, and kind of introduce themselves to me. So if you see more guild halls, I wouldn't be too worried about it. They're just here on business of meeting and greeting and all that kind of stuff. He just kind of like waves a hand up and he goes, yes, yes, just just make sure they book an appointment if any of them are desperate to meet me. I will make sure that information is passed along. And uh, how exactly do we uh, set up appointments for future reference? Uh, you can come to my front door and, and uh, speak with Renya here. Okay, perfect. So kind of the way we did it. <laughs> uh, that is all on my side. Um, he'll kind of like look the, down the line of, I'm sure like we're all more or less just on one side of the table and just like see if anyone needs to say anything. Oh, Valorous is like full on inspecting his bookshelf, just looking to see if there's anything of like to make mental notes of it. Just like, oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The man is talking. Cool. I don't care. Uh, you can give me a brief perception check if you want, Valorous. Uh, 21. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> nice. You, <laughs> you, you immediately spot <clears throat> a book. Um, coincidentally, one of the ones Ember had also spotted with his monocle. That is all about um, enchanting um, weapons. Mental note. Excellent. Not going to just steal in broad daylight. <laughs> uh, Normal, like, well, uh, we will be getting going then and um, preparing to go get some food then. 
very nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Mayor. And I'm sure we'll be getting your acquaintance more often. And Norm will stand up, kind of gesture to everyone else. Let's get out of here. Well, get out of here. Um, as you are exiting, um, Ember, maybe it's because um, you were somewhat distracted by the oafishness of this mayor. Um, but as you walk through each doorway, you get a pulse of something um, that kind of just like reflects off your monocle. Um, and then when you hit through the, the main entrance of the double wide stone door, uh, it's quite apparent. And um, you suspect it to be some kind of protection ward. Hmm. It's a good thing that I noticed that because uh, I was going to <laughs> the skunk smell um, in his room. So. <laughs> awesome. I think I think I think better of it. And I'll actually two corpse and to Fay. I'll point that out of just mm. not not pointed out, but just when we get outside, I'll I'll indicate like the um. Fuck that guy, am I right? Wow, wow. Um, but uh, just so everyone does know, uh, he has some sort of uh, things in his doorway. Some, like, the thing is marvelous. It, it really is, but uh, uh, some sort of magic protection, something like that. So. Just as a heads up. Um, before they leave, like, the homestead of the mayor endorsed Thelonious. Uh, Faye will um, like go and shake hands with Renya. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Renya. I am um, Faye, as you heard. Um, if you need anything, just let me know. I am in Bella's old med medical bay, I guess, at the Guild Hall. Um, and perhaps we can get to know each other over tea or something like that. She goes, oh, yes, that that would be wonderful. I Perhaps I'll stop by in the next day or two. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, ha have a good day. <laughs> and she, she'll say, uh, when, when she, you introduce herself, she says, uh, Renya Kaliak, by the way. Kaliak. Okay. Beautiful name. Um, but... Yeah, so you guys uh, walk back. It's about a 10-minute walk back to the guild hall. Snow is deep, but um, feeling good that you got one, uh, you know, important task off your list. Uh, the sun is starting to set for sure as the days are getting shorter and shorter. Was he creepy? Was it, it, it wasn't just me, right? He was a bit of a, a, an asshole. Oh, the self-control not to projectile vomit on his entire bookshelf. Okay, okay. Ugh. Okay. Well, perhaps next time uh, we do not approach him so sweetly yeah. because he eyed you like your fucking yeah, cat. Uh, yeah. That was... Uh... Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone yeah. stifles a gag in unison. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you gotta love and hate these kind of characters because they're so good, but they're so fucking bad at mm. the same time. Right? They they leave they leave a memory. Yeah. Well, well done, Q. Well done. Yeah. 
I don't want him. Yeah. To, I don't want him to die. I want him to suffer. <laughs> That's awesome. He's too bad to suffer a painless death. You guys um, walk back uh, up the uh, four sets of stairs uh, into um, the Willow Guild, and um, Snark uh, is standing uh, right inside the foyer, um, talking to four guests. And they all turn to look at you uh, guys as you enter into the guild hall. And it is three Templars of Lokor and one particular snow elf. And Snark gives you Nordum quite a worried look. And that is where we will go into our break. Dude, I need to go grab an alcohol for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! One time's ahead. Woo. Hey everyone. Firstly, thank you for taking part in this wonderful story we have going on. The support has been phenomenal. I know ad reads like this can get a bit boring at times in today's day and age being told, oh, look into this, buy this. Uh, this is something that I, Chris Willette, would like to share with you. Our DM, Quentin Foote, as you may or may not know, has written two books available on various platforms, Amazon, Audible, etc., um, he's made both of the first chapters for both books free on the website. So if you're looking for something to read, a delightful and entertaining series in the Latour universe, uh, you're wanting to try it out, I recommend going over to Cue It Up Productions. That's Q as in the letter Q, It Up Productions. Um, I'm getting your read on. But I've taken enough of your time. I just want to say thank you all for listening offer that back to you. And we appreciate all the support and love. Enjoy. <laughs> Where's the fucking lamb sauce? <laughs> Poor Kranz. Oh, man. All right. Welcome back from the break. We are here in a bit of a tense situation after we met douchebag Mayor Rendar Thelonious III. You walk back into the guild hall and immediately spot two very striking figures. The first corpse paint, you know, is the Arch Templar of said uh, temple that you reached out to. You know, these people do not have names other than they go by the Arch Templar. So... A combination of furs, heavy plate armor, leather armor, and just covered to the nines in weapons. And Faye, you immediately recognize a snow elf dressed in ornate plate carrying an impressive war hammer. Mm-hmm. And Captain Lucian immediately makes eye contact with you. The Arch Templar, and I should also state behind these two, are two more uh, Templars of Locor, uh, probably in the same station of Corpse Paint. Uh, perhaps they hang around the temple a little more than Corpse Paint as a traveling Templar, but again. The Arch Templar approaches you, Corpse Paint, puts one hand on their chest 
um, through the mask is uh, sort of a, an aqua green skin tone and piercing green eyes. Um, you immediately recognize him as a fellow Kintar. Uh, they dip into a half bow. I reciprocate. You've done well, Corpse Paint. You've made the temple proud. As is my duty, my lord. Is this your bounty? And uh, he gestures to Faye. Yes, your worthiness. Brought in alive. As any true Templar does. The Arch Templar steps back. And Captain Lucian steps forward. Faye Walker! I didn't expect you to run to the far side of the world from us. But I guess I shouldn't be surprised a coward like you would go to any ends to escape justice. Nothing to say for yourself, coward? I'm here now, aren't I? Mm. Where's your master? Lord Thren. He stayed home in the Kerman range. As you know, he has a great land to attend to. Cannot chase every loose end, even the insignificant ones such as you. Oof, that cuts deep. (laughs) And he just stares deep into your star-filled eyes. Your sister's doing well. Keeping my bed warm anyways. Valorous will very subtly give you a comforting squeeze to let you know, A, you got friends here, and B, don't lose your cool. Uh, when? You're lying. She's dead. You killed her. I did, you're right. And then I brought her back. It's one of my crowning achievements. I brought her back with just the right amount of docile. I thought about sending her here to come and get you, but I couldn't resist myself. She at least well under your care. Oh, she's doing very well, sweetheart. Don't worry about that. Anyways, Arch Templar, if you wouldn't mind securing my prisoner, we can get out of this shithole town. And uh, the Arch Templar looks to you, Corpse Paint. And Nordum, as this awkward situation is is happening, Snark kind of comes and and stands behind you. And he goes, Are you just going to let them take her, Mr. Ironboot? I mean, I was expecting, you know, to get a dinner prepared, maybe, you know, drinks, and I wasn't expecting this so quickly. Um. Now, now, I, I, okay. Let's let's hold off of the room here, um, Mister Templars and whatnot, and uh, Elven fellow. Um, you are in my guild hall. I know you have your bounties and all this stuff, but I am still the one that is in charge here, and I don't. I know you guys think you're all big and bad and whatnot, 
but trust me, I'm not just as big and bad. Um, so you're just going to pump the brakes and hold on. And we're going to just figure out what exactly is going on here. You see Snark leans into your towards you, Nordum. He's a little bit shorter, so he kind of goes on like his tippy toes. And he gives you uh, a magical phrase. And he, he quickly tells you in your ear that these statues, these suits of armor on either side of the entrance do animate. And he gives you the word for those just in case. And then he kind of steps back. And the Arch Templar uh, takes another step forward. Um, Though I do respect your position here, Dwarf, we have an agenda, and we want to be staying. Well, then in that case, you can go without what you need, because you are not going anywhere with what you need until we figure things out. And like I said, I am the one who's in charge here. I am not going to go into your Templar place and tell you what to do. And you wouldn't let me. So you can understand that you cannot come in here and tell me what to do. You see the two step Templars standing behind them draw their weapons. And, and the Arch Templar puts a hand out to stay there their aggressiveness. I will say for the uh, a small little point of background, the flames on the candelier and the main foyer are starting to pull towards Valorous a little bit. Ooh, that's a cool visual. So the Arch Templar gives you Shane's corpse paint. Secure her, and we may discuss terms. This is Dwarf is insisting. As you wish. So you go to chain up Faye, and um, Ember waves his left standing there without anyone around him. And the Arch Templar walks up to you, Ember. Quite a feeble little specimen, aren't you, Keyst Elf? Glad to see that you're stuck in old thoughts. Tradition is important. Tradition can blind. Corpse, are you in league with this elf? <clears throat> Respectfully so, your worthiness. He saved my life. And I owed him a debt for that. Well, you should have repaid him in kind by putting him out of his misery. Look at him. He did not let me die. I felt no reason. Something we can discuss now, then, isn't it? The Arch Templar looks to you, Nordum. Where are we having this discussion? Uh, right in the back of the bar, because I think most of us will need a few to get through this conversation with all you. So all he right. will gladly point to the bar area and let them go first. Yeah, they will all move in that direction. 
Uh, then Norm is also going to push everyone in front of him and kind of get close to the statues and maybe speak the word and move them forward without, if that's possible, without them making noises. Just like so they are closer to if things get escalate or if things escalate. If not, then he will just leave it. Yeah, I think for now you'll have to just leave it. Okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, feel free to move your minis uh, to where you are. Um, Faye, Captain Lucian uh, grabs your chains and drags you with him. Cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, is Crane or oh, Snark still here? Okay. Um, yeah, Snark is just kind of like your shadow right now. Yeah, uh, he's going to uh, just kind of like whisper in Snark's ear. Uh, that key that you gave me uh, that locks and locks all the doors in this place. Is it just the doors that unlock in this place or is it any locks inside this place? So like technically, could I just unlock phase chains? Do you know? He locks inside this place, Mr. Iron Boot. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> all right. And then he will continue down the hall with the rest of the people. You see Snark uh, goes behind the bar, starts pouring uh, pots of ale from the, the keg, and starts bringing them out. My connection with Luna, is it... Can I tell them things telepathically or do I need to speak it out loud? Try it. Try it? Okay. I am going to... Tell Luna to um, uh, basically, if they can, as sneakily as they possibly can, rummage through Lucian's um, possessions. Going to try to find um, uh, maybe a couple of things. If there's any, I know it's uh, the Arch um, Arch Templar that handed corpse paint the chains, but if Lucian has a key on him potentially, um, or if there is actually any proof that Wynne is under his possession, I guess. Brawl. Yeah. Yeah. So Luna gives you like a firm nod and immediately starts rifling through um, Lucian's uh, belongings. And Lucian rolled an 18 on his perception check and immediately yeah. starts looking around him and casts. You see him, uh, he starts casting his spells. His warhammer starts to glow. <laughs> and Luna is gone. It just vanishes. Okay, okay, okay. Dispel magic. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. What, you're worried that the rats are in your boots? I know you walkers are devious elves. Just protecting myself. I I would like to say I know there are no rats in this place. I'm uh, pretty well maintained upon tidiness in here. <laughs> Get some some slight nods. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're up to code. <laughs> Fuck. Do not send the food inspector in here. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about. 
Oh, okay. You made my stress <laughs> melt away so well. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Uh, Nordum, after slamming back a nice big pint. Um, so I. Ember will do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I does. don't. Yeah. I don't know too much about uh, you Templars. Um, but what my newfound um, comrade, I guess we could say here, uh, has informed me a little bit about you and that you're more just contract getters. Is that correct? Uh, Master um, Templar? They're contracted. What, sorry? They're like more con, like they don't they're not like a judge and jury. They're more just like get the contract and get the person to where they need, right? If I remember correctly. They walk around as if they have the divine favor, and they do, of the Battle of Locor. So they absolutely think they are judge, jury, and executioner. Okay. Um, however, they are also, you know, some of the world's best bounty hunters because of, you know, their fanaticism for battle. Um and because they are hired out by Lucian, they've just done as he's instructed, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm just more curious on where's what is your evidence in this case against uh, Mrs. Faye Walker here? George Templar doesn't say anything. But um, Captain Lucian says, uh, well, the evidence is a hundred graves and a burned downtown on the far side of the world. Of course, this could have been made easier if Miss Walker didn't run like a coward that she is. You see, now, I I didn't ask you, that's for sure. I asked uh, the Templar person here, because at this point, it's your word against hers, which at that point... Oh, okay, I'm having my own trial right here. I'm accounting you of a hundred graves on the other side of this continent. You see, it's it, it doesn't get you anywhere. That's why I'm asking the Templar, what proof has he got about this? So the Templar gives you a long stare, and it's a stare you've grown familiar with. You think, like, maybe it's even a class that the Templars take. The brooding stare that you've grown so familiar with, with corpse paint. Um, but um, the Arch Templar uh, stares down upon you and says, we have been hired out by Lord Thren. He is a lord of thousands of kilometers with thousands of subjects. So he has certainly more validity than you do dwarf he has a kingdom and we do some of our due diligence of course we do know that a town has been burnt and people did die and this lord says Faye Walker is responsible and here we are and I assure you I'm not about to let some four foot nothing bearded dwarf gets in our way from completing Lokor's will. 
Look at this corpse paint you've been traveling with. I need to say the word and he will cut your short head from your short body. Now, you see, the funny thing is, yes, you got your lower core in all this, but at the end of the day, we all know the the gods are kind of less present than they used to be. And but the thing is, back to the evidence, you have a king that is probably this village that was burnt down in his kingdom or maybe just outside. How do you know that he didn't do it to get the land or to stop a revolution? And now we're just getting an escape goat. Or just has fucking pride hurt. Or maybe his pride hurt. I don't actually haven't heard the full story on. Oh, I just know she didn't do it. That's but. And traveling with her. I, I take her word over this king. Dwarf, is your whole argument based on he says, she said? Because that's not going to get you very far. We're leaving here with Faye Walker unless you have something actually important to say. Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what your evidence is. If you show me evidence, I'll let her go right away. I'll say goodbye. <laughs> have a would nice you like, time. <laughs> would you like to travel with Captain Lucian back to the Kerman Ranger? We can arrange this. He will be teleporting from our town. Now, you see, he's supposed to bring the evidence to here. If he brings the evidence here, then I'll be, I'll be fine. I have things to do. Lots of things to do here. I don't have time to go there. The Arch Templar looks to you, Corpse Paint. Getting a little tired of listening to your friend. Are you ready to escort Faye Walker home? As you wish. You see the Arch Templar and Captain Lucian stand up. And Captain Lucian yanks on Faye's chain. Mm-hmm. Nordum will uh, speak the magic word now. I, I, <laughs> and then I, he will kind of order them to be on either side of the uh, Red Willow kind of hallway. Yeah. Did you ever bother asking Captain Lucian or Lord Thren what happened to Lady Renry? Wife to Lord Thren? And you're asking that of the Arch Templar? Arch Templar, yep. And keeping a gauge on what uh, Lucian's uh, reaction is. Um, you wear that the captain and his men killed her on commands of Lord Thren. Give me a general uh, charisma check. Charisma? Okay. Yeah, it's not really a persuasion. It's just no. charisma. Yeah, can I guide myself? <laughs> Getting involved, I won't you do can that. Try. <laughs> okay, I'll guide myself. Get myself a D four. You feel as you cast the spell, it is just sucked up by these uh, silver chains you are wrapped up in. It, of course. I doubt I can be charismatic with six. Yeah, they're just pushing you towards the front door now. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. 
normal go to in front of them and he will just say I'm sorry but you're not I'm not letting you leave Valorous is going to extend his hand out towards uh, whoever the closest Templar is and he's going to try to expand out of as bright of a light as he possibly can from his hand and just attempt to blind one of the Templars just think of a, a flashbang explosion just out of his hand Okay, so you say that in order. The Arch Templar looks to you, corpse, and says, kill this dwarf. And then a big bang of light goes off, and we will roll for initiative. Woo! Nordum got a 17. Ember got a 19. Oh, not 113, 11. 17 for the paint man. The paint man! Another four for Faye. The, her dice is I going away for time now. No, 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 no. Let's, let's hold hold on. That's that gives everyone else time to free you. So by the time it comes to your <laughs> turn, you can now take an action. That dice has your back. Okay, give it one last chance. <laughs> oh, corpse paint! Oh God, I'm so excited to see what corpse does here. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Got some light. I'm ready to kill my PCs. <laughs> also, apologies, uh, Mr. Nordholm. I feel like the guild hole's uh, gonna have some uh, damage structure damages. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> just, just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Norm just wanted to make a nice dinner and invite these guys <laughs> properly, but now it's just gonna get beat the fuck. Hey, Amber, what are you doing? Uh, kill the dwarf face being taped this is not good uh, <laughs> this is uh, everyone needs to sit down he says as he's dipping a finger in a wine glass coming up with a bit of water um, sorry to everyone in front of me I'm casting tidal wave Ooh, that's gonna break Nordum's heart. So that's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna. It's. Fuck. 30 feet long. I'm gonna try and not hit as many people as I can, but it's 30 feet long. So, Faye and Corpse, both of you are gonna have to make the save as well. Um, it is a dexterity saving throw. DC is 15. Uh, as this wall of water, 10 feet. Tall and wide surges up 30 feet long and just. Uh, <laughs> I'll help you with the damages later, Nordum. <laughs> so it's. Uh, you kind of have a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. The area can be up to 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, and 10 feet tall. So. Whoop, I'm going to do. It's basically going to be this out 30 feet. Uh, and then 10 feet on both sides. And then 10 feet tall is where the water is going to crash down. Right. So basically everyone except Nordum. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it says up to. So that, does that mean you can decide the dimensions of it? The area can be up to 30 feet. But the problem is I also want to hit this person, uh... this person, this person. And I, for me to be able to, like, even if I do this, it's, it's going to catch them in 10 feet kind of thing. 
collateral damage on your yeah. shield. Sorry, DC it, 15 dex? Uh, yeah, for everyone in that zone. Yeah, because everyone's in a perfect line from the bar to the hallway. Yeah. And Norton yeah. is standing in the hallway. It is, it is a unfortunate that there's three PCs in there, but uh, it's a perfect, like, murder line. That's... <laughs> So the three bad guys save, except for this back um, Templar next to Valorous, who just got flashbanged. Okay, so that's going to be 48 uh, bludgeoning damage. So that's 20 bludgeoning damage total for those who failed, half for those who succeeded, and for those who failed, you are proned. Okay, so I I succeeded. So what was the the damage? Uh, Just just 10 bludgeoning as you get heavily rained on. Okay. Uh, Faye fails. Faye, you are succeeds. You're, I'm you on I'm the ground, girl. Strong. You on the ground, girl. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that is my. That's my action. Uh, and then, yeah, do I have anything else that I want to do? Nah, wrath, frostbite, I guess. On the captain. So, in, in basically, as the water's coming down, Ember's going to reach out at the same time and freeze a component of water around this captain to try and, like, you know, kind of yeah, chill cool. him out, dude. Uh, uh, and so that's going to be Constitution 15 for that individual. Uh, or seven points of... Ooh, it's a little bit cold! Okay, so Captain Lucien takes seven points of damage. If he fails, if he succeeds, he takes nada. So uh, he fails. Okay, and he will also have disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll he makes before the end of its next turn. But I'm assuming he's just gonna whack, 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 whack like a motherfucker. Uh, as this is happening, Ember is a tiny, tiny man. Uh, is going to leap up onto the table and use his movement to fucking dip, dip potato chip behind the bar. <laughs> nice. That's it. <laughs> I'm calling out to the rest of the like, like for those who are about to get hit, like, get out of the way! <laughs> That's it. Okay. Cool. So the Arch Templar pulls out a double-bladed uh, scimitar and will strike you twice, Nordum Iron Boot. I have your armor class written down as 14. Yeah. Okay, so both are going to hit. Aren't you a paladin? So that takes... You take 12 points of slashing damage and 11 points of sneak attack damage as he has a Templar right beside him. Corpse. So... Corpse has his sword out and he is going to walk beside his boss. I have my eyes on you, Norda. So Corpse is going to raise his right hand that has his sword and with his left hand he's going to take the dagger and stab the the Arch Templar. You beautiful son of a bitch. I'm so glad I didn't take an attack of opportunity. Oh, God. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so that is... Storytelling right here. 
So I rolled a 19 plus 6. Oh, yeah. And a 1d4 plus 5. So that's 6 points. Okay. I will use that as my first attack. I want to hit him with my sword now. I will drop the dagger. I don't, like, I don't care. Like, I do, yeah. I care about the dagger, but... So yeah. I will drop the dagger and use my second attack with my sword. And that is a 15 plus 6. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and I am going to roll damage, and I'm going to load up some Divine Smite into that as well. Yeah, you are, yeah. Mr. Paladin. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so, six slashing. Yep. Uh, 11 on top of that from the religion damage. Yeah. So, 18. That's a nasty blow. Well done. And then cool. I will use my movement to assume the classic Nordum corpse paint flank. Ooh. <laughs> That's a sexy maneuver. I'm, I'm sure Nordum got the message. <laughs> hey, All Mr. Right. Ironboot, you've got your trusty paladin companion flanking this Arch Templar with you. Uh, perfect. Uh, Kai's throws a little wrench in Nordum's plan, but uh, not too bad, anyways. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess it won't save your ass then. <laughs> He's gonna take out because he wasn't really like, or kind of hoping things wouldn't go south, but was preparing for it. He's gonna, because oh, he had yeah. to like hand in the pocket. So he's gonna pull out the bison bear, throw it, Ooh. uh, kind of almost in front of him. Uh, and it's gonna land basically on one of the tables in the bar. And probably destroy the table, which is going to hurt Nordum a little bit. But and then he's going to take a free action to uh, say to the Master Templar, "If you think your God's with you, mine has just arrived." And- <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and- end of the series. <laughs> he's going to take his big old battle axe and attack with him. He's just going to let the bison bear not do anything right now because he doesn't yeah. want him to charge corpse point as well. Uh, but that is a 13 plus 4, so that is a 17 to hit. Going to Divine Smite, uh, which is going to be a total of uh, 16 points of damage into him. The Arch Templar? Yeah, into the Arch, yeah. Okay. And uh, he will do a second attack. I got that. And 11 plus 4 meets it, eats. And that's going to be, uh, on top of that, uh, 9 more damage. Hmm. Yeah. That's rough. Oh, this yeah, Arch Templar has taken a beating. Uh, that is that uh, with the statues. Uh, when will they? I don't see them in the turn order. Are they? Um, I haven't. They they remain at the foyer. Oh, OK. So if the fight goes that way, they will take their turns. OK, perfect. They're stationary no. is what it is kind of thing, right? Yes, essentially, yeah. Oh, OK. Cool. So Captain Lucian, Bay, I need you to make a a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay, I'm I am good at those. I am good at those. This is gonna be one of those nice guys. It's a nine. Alright. You 
are paralyzed. <laughs> and he picks you up. Fuck off. And you bamf. Looks it. Ah. Ah. Valorous. Oh, he got quite a ways further. What the heck? Oh, okay. Uh, how close am I to Buddy Boy here? Am I close enough to trigger an attack of opportunity? This Templar man's? He hasn't moved. Oh, I see what you mean. Like to get around him? Yeah, to skirt around him. You'd have to take like a wide berth. You'd probably have to spend like 15 feet of movement to get around him, but it is doable. Okay, I will do so. Position myself here and I will uh, attempt to mold earth and block the hallway. Oh, nice. Okay, give me a wisdom check. Again, I'm sorry, Nordhome. I'm sorry. My guild! <laughs> <laughs> That's a 17. Okay, so I think as I've stated before, the floors are wood. Think. I really need to write this shit down, but I'm just going to say it's wood because this is cooler. Um, shrapnel of wooden floorboards just go everywhere in this hallway and a great mound of earth um, blocks their way essentially uh, that's my action that's my movement my bonus action do I have anything exciting not particularly that is it just staring defiantly at the back of his head as his way through has been blocked off yeah Excellent. So this, one of the Templars is going to strike you, uh, Mr. Corpse Paint, and he just shouts in your face, uh, Locor will damn you for this. Let's see here. Multi-attack with a greatsword. Yes, please. Uh, So one's going to hit, one is going to miss, and you take 10 points of slashing damage, as he just wails his great sword across your chest plate, the reverberation just causes you to lose your breath for a minute. This other Templar is going to book it for you, Valorous. Same thing, two attacks with his great sword. Both are going to hit. You're going to take. Ouchies. Let's see here. Do tens, do tens. Ooh, that's a 10. Ooh. You're going to take 19 points of slashing damage as he just flawlessly goes through a, a routine with his sword, slashes you on your leg and your arm. Bay Walker, you are paralyzed, but let's check out the spell. So you can make another wisdom saving throw. Now it's the end of your turn. Yep. Wisdom. Uh, is uh, 16? Uh, that does not cut it. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. I love you, Quentin. I love you. You're my favorite. I love you too, Carson. It's quite all right. <laughs> this, is, this is Carson Lucy and doing it to you, not me. And, the, and, yeah, and I made this character, which just sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. Okay, Amber, it's back to you. All right, well, um... Having started this off with a bit of a bang, I will, uh, Ember is going to try something, so he will move his 15 feet. You see? Uh, do I have line of sight of Captain Lucien? I would move, like, five more feet, probably. Uh, okay. 
I can get about there. That is the maximum of my movement anyways for right now. Oh, right. Uh, Exhaustion. Sorry. I am am a little tired. But uh, I can see this individual uh, running with Faye. Yeah. And this person is wearing very heavy armor. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty heavy armor. Yeah. Perfect. Um, By the stars... You will cook, you bitch. And I'll cast heat metal on the chest plate that he's wearing. You bitch. <laughs> um, that is going to be nine points of... Uh, I think it's fire. Yeah, 2d8 fire damage. When you cast a spell, I can use my bonus action each turn. Um, I don't know how long it takes to don and doth uh, armor, but... Yeah, you go ahead. Um, I looked it up way you, earlier. You, you can look it up. Yeah. However, this armor does not seem to be changing a single shade. Okay, is he taking the damage or no? You kind of see through his your monocle. His hammer seems to mm. be just absorbing things left, right, and center. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, that is my action. Bonus action. Uh, I will. You know what? Uh, I will pull out a tiny living flea, uh, blow into it, and uh, from Fae, uh, scarabs and lice come off of her as I'll do infestation on... Uh... Oh, yeah. You don't you don't feel or, feel or see them, Faye, but... Okay. <laughs> uh, Constitution saving throw at DC 15. He rolled a 15. Okay, he, he beats it. That's it. Plus one. That was yeah. Yeah, that was close. So the the little the little mites get sucked into his hammer as well. That's my turn. <laughs> this arch templar, he drops this small metallic ball, and you two do not get an opportunity attack because all four of you need to do dexterity saving throws. And I have advantage because I know his tricks. I know the secrets you know of the like trade. Yes, you can. Okay. Cool. 17 minus 1. So that is a 16. That is a net 20 plus 1. Ooh. Okay, so this backfires on him. <laughs> because him and his guy did not save, and you two did. Um, that's 6 points of... Um, fire damage to you two and 12 to them. Wait, did it him as well? Yeah. Oh, wow. It, it was essentially just a bomb. Hmm. Just exploded into a ball of fire. Um, he did, however, get um, some space between the... You can do that. That is his turn. Corpse paint. Hey, uh, so... I think I'm very aware of uh, Barnabas the Bug Bull. Or, yeah. Nordum's God. So I will turn my attention towards uh, this other Templar, kind of step out of the way from the Arch Templar, and I will just... First of all, I'm pretty low. I'm going to use my Bonus Action 
to uh, do lay on hands on myself and bring myself back up to full. Out of curiosity, rule lawyers here. Does casting your lay on hands act as a spell? Like, can he take a an opportunity attack against Ma- corpse for that? Ma- magical effect. Okay. Yeah, because it's yeah. not in the spell category. Okay, doubt. Continue. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I will I'll do both my attacks on him. Plus six. So I rolled a nat 20 for the first one, plus six. Nice. Wow. Thank you, my sister, for these new dice. And the second one was a 16 <laughs> plus six. <laughs> nice work. Okay. Slay. Slay die. So six plus five, so 11 doubled is 22 points of damage. Yeah. Do I need to roll for the second one? Yeah, these guys are tough. You you know they are your brethren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna twist that knife real quick. <laughs> I thought very highly, and then the uh, the next one's nine points of damage. Both nice slap. Yeah, they're both looking rough, but yeah, they got some fight left in them. Yeah, low core be praised, me brethren. All right. Mr. Iron Uh, going to let his uh, bison bear go first. Um, he is going to charge the uh, gentleman that stepped in front of Valorous, so he's not going to hit Valorous, but or like, uh, yeah, yeah, and tell him to go do that. Uh, so that's a charge attack. He is going to destroy two more tables in the bar, which as he's doing it, Norm's like, no, 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 no. And uh, so it is a charge attack, which is 20 feet straight. So it does an extra 2d6 on top of his uh, 2d10. I guess he has to roll to see if it hits first, uh, which is a 13 plus 6. So that would hit. 13 plus 6 is 19? Yes. Okay. And... That is a seven and an eight, so that is uh, fifteen points, and then also two d six. One is a five and a one, so six on top of that uh, fifteen, which is twenty-one points of damage. And have you named your bison bear yet? According to course painted, it's Barnabas. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't think I actually officially have give some thought yeah I, because I, I, it just yeah that just occurred to me yeah uh, but so, he also has to make a uh, 13 uh, dexterity or sorry a strength oh. check saving throw or be no 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 he, he does not um, <laughs> in true bison bear fashion he just gores this templar with his horns and uh, sprays blood all over your nice wooden floors Damn it. Valorous, you just kind of like take a step back as this bison bear just rams this Templar in front of you and they go flying into uh, Corpse Paint's office. Oh, that Templar hit me real good. So if I was just getting a little concerned to all of a sudden just a blue blur goes across and just, yeah. just this red mist erupts out of the office beside him. <laughs> That's awesome. Just, mm. Oh, okay. And what do you like so to do now, Nordum? Norm is going tech. Uh, Mr. Head Templar. 
one is a 7 plus 4, so that one won't hit. One is a 14 plus 4, so that will hit. And he is do uh, 5 plus... And you're attacking the Arch Templar? Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll move a little closer. Uh, yes, and so that is uh, 8 points of damage. Uh, he's also going to do his other Divine Smite into him. Oh, fucking waste one point of damage, so uh, nine points total, I think you said? Yeah. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. Lucien, with one quick swoop, smashes in this window and hops through it in the hallway. (laughs) And is currently booking it away with on his shoulder Valorous at the risk of him potentially getting away Valorous is going to burn a point of key to take the dash action as his bonus so he has 80 feet of movement nice zip to there he didn't actually need to Uh, yeah he would have he's going to catch up and he is going to double unarmed strike the backside of what? what's his name? Lucien? Lucien. Lucien. And, and you still have an action after dashing and all that? Yes, so so the yeah. point of key is for my bonus action to do the dashing, so now I have my action for attacking. Okay, dope. Let's have it. Monk stuff. Uh, both strikes are going to hit. That is so 2d6. Uh, Luke. Uh, Lucian's armor is higher oh, it's than a, that. Oh, okay. So you haven't discovered his yet. Yeah. Seventeen and eighteen hit. Eighteen hits. Okay, so one. And you now know that that is the threshold. Okay, so that is nine points of bludgeoning because I rolled a d6, max six, and I'm gonna burn another point of key to attempt to stun the lad. But. As a DC 15 Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a waste on my part, but it is a natural 20. Oh. I mean, is it a waste though? It's probably not. I mean, I guess not. I just, I really want to kill one of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it's it. It's still quite possible. I guess so. <laughs> so. Battle's not over yet. Never say never, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> if Faye wasn't so paralyzed you would see a look of relief and happiness when you smash through the windows as well <laughs> it hops oh. yeah. Yeah. Corpse the Templar you are fighting you two are in uh, locked in mortal combat right now um, he throws uh, a punch at you um and you just easily avoid it. And then you think maybe it was a feint as he drills the pommel of his greatsword straight into your face with a natural 20. Okay. Oh, it's going to do less damage because it is just the pommel. Um, So that's 16 points of bludgeoning damage. And he just knocks your mask right off your face. And your hood kind of falls back as you reel back in a spurt of blood from your nose 
and everyone sees for the first time a masculine. He's so handsome. Oh, I'm so rugged. Caden, would you like to explain what your face looks like a little bit for the listeners? Yeah. So his skin is a chestnut brown color, uh, a common skin color for the keist. His hair is... Sorry, the Kintar, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, his hair is almost a brownish blonde. He has sort of medium-length hair, kind of tied back a little bit, and a short beard and very bright blue eyes. Uh, He has quite a few scars on his face and what appears to be tattoos on his neck. Nice. All right. Faye, you may attempt one more save. Do I get advantage because my best buddy Valorous is next to me? You do not. Ah, okay. Womp womp. Friends forever. <laughs> Worth a try, guys. Worth a try. If Okay, if a 22 doesn't succeed, I'm gonna come to the to Victoria and smack your face. <laughs> You'd be shooting a little high. You'd have to come to Nanaimo, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it what? It doesn't or does? It, it does. It does. Oh, okay, I was, yeah. I was like, what? Okay, okay. Uh, Ember waves. Yeah. Okay. Ember waves. Uh, who's he waving at? No one knows. Uh, <laughs> no one knows. Uh, I'll get uh, I'll get my fifteen feet of movement. Uh, still trying to okay. split. Um, after seeing. The whack on everything. Uh, Ember is going to. He's gonna. It's so. It's gonna look like a single beam, but basically, it's gonna arc off into two. So, Constitution saving from the Arch Templar, and I'm gonna healing word corpse at the same time. So it's like a. It's like a planet constellation. Is like the damage goes one way, and the little orb fires yeah. off into corpse on the on the second one. So, Very corpse. Cool. That's a fail. Excellent. So that's going to be 2d6 uh, cold damage. Uh, so it's only six, uh, but disadvantage yeah. on the next attack roll that he'll make. Okay. Be honest corp- on that. Yeah. And uh, corpse, you'll heal max, which is beautiful. So that's eight. That's what I can do. But you feel a tiny little cold, like bloop, uh, as your nose resets itself. <laughs> The familiar healing of Ember Waves. Ember Waves. Uh, but that is his town as he is sleepy. <laughs> sleepy little keist. Sleepy keist. Um, the Arch Templar is looking rough, but as his religion demands, he gives a terrifying roar. I need everyone to make. Well, I guess pretty much just Nordum and Ember. Uh, Charisma, Charisma saving throws as he does a Kintar roar. Uh, Ember as well? Yeah. Just Nordum and Ember. Uh, that is a 14 plus 4. So 18. Yeah. That's Nordum. You, yeah, Ember, you are afraid. <laughs> um, Nordum, yep. you are not. Oh, thank goodness. They are big. And then that is his bonus action. He will take two swings, one with disadvantage on you, Nordum. 
And uh, I'm going to uh, use my familiar bond. I'm not sure if it's... I guess it's a reaction for my bison bear to give me plus five to AC. I'm not sure if that's before or after he hits. Where is this coming from? Sorry. Is this something I gave uh, you? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Okay. In the bison bear uh, thing, it's got familiar bond. Once per encounter, okay. the bison bear can use this reaction to give one player a plus five to attack or plus five to AC. Does it say if it has to be like next to you or anything or within range to block it? No. Okay, I'm going to just give it to you then because okay. I'm writing that in tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Yes. Use all the advantages the DM give you. <laughs> um, both strikes are going to miss. Damn right. Um, and it is your turn, Corpse Paint. So he is going to going go into a rage after having his mask knocked off. But I guess it's pretty symbolic considering the situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use my first action to cast Shield of Faith so that ups my AC to 20. Nice. And then I am just going to use my second attack and then do a sword attack on uh, my drinking buddy in front of me. <laughs> Should have brought a lamp in here and 16 plus 6. That hits. And so it's an 8 plus 5, so 13 points of slashing. Nice. Uh, you cut this uh, Templar of Locor's jugular just clean open. Blood just starts to spew as he collapses to his knees. Um, Norda, you see uh, Corpse Paint has dealt a devastating blow to the last Templar, and you have the arch one still in front of you. Uh, if my bison bear charged him, would he be able to miss... Uh, corpse paint, or is he too in perfect line with him? Uh, they're too close to each other. Okay. Um, then I'm just going to get him to move kind of behind him, almost like to right, right by the bar, not close enough for him to attack, but basically right behind him. Yeah. Uh, and then I am going to uh, just attack him with my big old ass. Oh, actually, sorry, I'm going to... Well, actually, I can bonus action any time. But I'm also going to do the same thing Corpse Paint did. Uh, Field of Shade. Eh. Field of... Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith, thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, and my first attack missed. Second attack is a 13 plus 4. So just uh, 7 plus 2, so another 9 points of damage into him. And... I'm also not going to try to kill him. I'm just going to try to mend him inoperable. Uh, then you do so. Perfect. He is down with one hit point then. And I'll and... say to uh, Corpse Paint, he is or was one of yours, so I will let you do what you will to him. And I will run after where Faye uh, was carried off towards. Yeah, sounds good. Valoris, 
Yes. As Lucien is no longer concentrating on hold person, I need you to do a charisma saving throw. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Uh, that's a seven. Yes! Okay, good. So, you blink, and you find yourself oh, no. in an endless void. There is nothing but bright gray light around you, and you look to your feet, and to your knees there is a thick, swirling mist of just dark gray smoke. And you have been banished to the harmless demiplane of the void, as it is known on Latour. Completely harmless, yay. We'll be fighting smoke monsters for thousands of years. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. I should not paralyzed anymore. No, but am I considered grappled still? If yeah, if I'm oh yes, strong? yeah, okay. And he fucked up with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say we are out of initiative. Uh. Well, Norm's going to hop out the same window that they did. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get him to get the bison bear to follow him. Uh, probably burst more of the wall. And Norm's going to hop on the bison bear and follow the tracks because it's snow. Sure is. I will take a um, a survival check from you. I'll check. Okay. It's way at the bottom of the list. There it is. Uh, 12 plus 1, 13. So you're on your bison bear for a moment. And you see, obviously, Red Willow is quite a populated town, uh, as small as it is. Um, you have a general direction. You think they've run off somewhere towards the mines. Yeah. Where it becomes thick again uh, with. Uh, uh, red willow uh, trees and then a little bit of like pine trees and um, a thicker, heavier uh, tree canopy sets in again. So you explore for about 10 minutes and I'll have you make one more survival check. Come on. Nice. 18 plus one. Okay. 19. You, you think you have found a trail. So you have the choice to either continue to follow the trail that you think might lead to Captain Lucien and Faye, or go back and get back up. I'm going to stick with the trail. Okay. Valorous, you're not really sure. It's kind of like purgatory, but after a certain amount of time, you just go, Phew, and you're standing back just where you were. Upon returning, Valorous is gonna just see that he's not there and just briefly crumple into the ground because he is right fucked up. That banishment was just what he needed. Um, what are Ember and Corpse doing at this moment? 
I am going to go over to the Arch Templar, kind of kneel down beside him. I, I think he will panic and not knowing what else to do, will try to reach out to Locor. I'll do a religion check for you, if that's what you need. Yes, please do. So that is a 19 plus 1 dirty 20. Locor desires battle among anything else, and you have the undeniable urge to plunge a dagger into this defeated Templar's heart. Corpse would have picked up his Nordum Iron Boot dagger, and I think just letting out a scream plunges it down and kills him into his heart. The god instructed, feeling more conflicted than ever, will sort of collapse down on his body as if he was cradling a dead friend and will mm. begin to sob. So good. Remember, in a not too long ago familiar fashion, you'll feel a wooden hand on your shoulder. He's not going to do anything. He's just going to stand there and let you do your thing, but be there for you if you need. Well, I think just in a beautiful, friendly display of emotional support, I think Corpse is just going to let it come. And be there for a good, solid couple minutes. And just wail, because he essentially turned his back on the only identity he felt he ever knew, the only home he really had. Start a new home with new friends. Yeah. It's just so good, you guys. Okay, so... Nordum, after about 20 minutes, you can tell that Captain Lucian has put some spell on himself as he is just just flying on foot. And you catch up to him. Oh. With Faye just struggling on his back. And he turns to look at you. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I want to do something to him. <laughs> can I? Uh, am I still manacled? Oh yes, of course. No, he just and, undid your manacles and was like, <laughs> "Hey, follow me." I, you, you, you never know. Get out of here, okay. okay. Thirteen plus four, so seventeen. Hey, it says, "Flee." I flee. You flee. Damn it. Um, Alright. Okay. Um, what do I... I just have to... Yeah, it's it's um, command. So basically... Yeah. What is his spell, his spell save DC, might I ask? That's what I'm thinking. Like, holy Christ, his DC is... Eight, 18. Yeah. God damn. He's got he's got things to help him boost it. He's got all of his stats into it. He is the number one right hand to a very powerful lord in the east. Uh, how long is this? Person is putting up the middle finger right now. Probably listening. I don't love. I don't love. Yeah, I'm sure that's the word that's coming to mind right now. Love. <laughs> 
So I'm going to say, for the sake of entertainment, mm-hmm. Faye and Captain Lucian vanish from your sight after you have spent a round fleeing. And you're welcome to pursue again. You don't have a trail to go off of. I I will. I will pursue again. Okay. Um, and as soon as I gain to 30 feet of him, if possible, uh, I would like to try to uh, do the spell command duel, but I know it's probably going to be useless anyways. But Yeah, because no matter how hard you try, you can't really find them again as you come into this small grove of trees. Yeah. Faye. Mm-hmm. About two hours later, night has fallen. It is your time as a gloom elf. Mm-hmm. He's secured you guys in a small little cave in a bluff of rocks. You know that you're a handful of kilometers past the mines. And he strikes a small fire deep inside this cave. You know, this could have been so much easier, Faye. You did wrong, and you should have just... You know you can't beat Lord Thren. Nobody can beat Lord Thren. Well, not unless... People just start standing up to him called me a coward. You're right. But I have to stop running. As a friend once said, I don't know whatever hold he has over you. But you don't have to do anything he says either. We all have to do what he says bring me in alive what's what's even the point of that we both know the truth why risk having me alive and saying what happened nobody's gonna believe your side of the story you know that that was proven when we hired the Templars of Lokor and you know Lord Thren as well as anyone he's not happy enough with simply getting what he wants. He always wants more. Why do you think I brought your sister back? It's so she puts the dagger in your heart. That's what he wants. Well, she certainly has to try first, doesn't she? And I promise you, If you get me anywhere close to him, I'm going to die trying to kill him first. I think you know that now. Oh, I I wouldn't expect anything less from Faye Walker. And with that, we will end episode 11 of the Fables of Latour. God damn! Jeez. (laughs) That's... (laughs) 
That's a oh, load the of The rolls stuff. were so poop. No. What <laughs> an episode. We hope you enjoyed this production of Fables of Latour. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for any future updates. <laughs>